welcome to Free Speed. On this 10-minute show, I will ask elite rowers and coaches three important questions. What's the most important part of the stroke? What's your favorite drill? And what wins races? Today, I'm talking with one of the ultimate elite rowers, Eric Murray. I feel like we've talked a lot about racing throughout these questions, but the final question I have is what wins races? What is something you, what is like something that you think has allowed you to succeed the way you have? Uh, limiting fade. I, it, it's, I, I feel yeah. like it comes, it's statistically, it's, it's data and statistics that show what wins races. Um, and and, and obviously, the thing that wins the race is obviously the fastest crew. But um, the, the the ability to to the ability to break down a race in terms of of how, of obviously there's there's seasonal things you know like whether it's early part of season, later part of season, how much speed work you've done, um, you know all of the above. Have we been in this crew for very long? Whatever. There's all of those factors that come into it. Um, but. I still believe that the ability for you to know your fade and know your splits and know what you're capable of doing um, is always the key. Because if, if you are if you are traditionally like really powerful, like explosive power, then you need to use that, right? You need to use that out of the start. Know that you're probably going to slow down through the middle, and then you need to be like, righto, I've got an electric, you know, real electric fast finish. And then you get other people like we we started getting into that position where we're like, okay, we're not super explosive in terms of our power, so don't really care. We're going to be probably behind at the at the 500, but we've yeah. got this amazing ability to hold that pace through the middle. So you have to know what you're like, what what you're good at, your forte, you know, so to speak, and say this is how we need to approach it. Don't worry about the first part. Yes, we still need to focus on it. But once we get through that stage, then we're into this. We've got this amazing ability to hold our race pace well for that middle K. So let's focus from the five or the 600 right through to that 600 to go. This is where we're making all the focus. This is where we're going to like make that difference. Because things chop and change in the race. You know, leads change. People go out real fast and they fade because you can't hold that speed. People go out pretty slow and then come flying back through at the finish. And so you just got to break it down and say, what are we good at? Are we are we overall good at everything? So let's try and go out fast and then see what happens through the middle and fly home at the finish. Or are we actually pretty shit at our starts? Whatever. So don't focus on them so much. Be a bit more relaxed. Have more clarity. So you don't have to have that that desperation out of the start. Like, shit, we're half a length behind. you know. But then you know that we've got the fitness and the ability to bring that through the middle. So it's understanding your breakdown. And understanding okay. yeah. what, you're, what you're good at, you know, and, and saying, because because there are these people that are really, really good out of the blocks, you know, and, and, and you can you can look back to the times that, and obviously they still won with it, but, you know, men's, men's four, early 2000s, you had the British and the Canadians are out, man. They used to be able to do like 123s and we were just like, no way, no shot. But then they'd be doing a 131, 132 through the middle. But they, they, that was where they'd won the race. They won it because that's they had that explosive power in the start and then it got to the middle. But then once people started catching up to them and going, well, let's do a 125 and then let's do a 130. Now we're back in contact and we'll do another 130. They do a 132. We're level 500 metres to go. Right, right. Game over. So it's just having that ability. And I think it's it's definitely that breakdown for you as an individual is, is how you're going to win the race. Um, 
as I said before, we've all got one cup of energy. Um, I don't think there's, you know, yeah, there, were, there was a time, I think, when people were, were significantly fitter than other people. Um, I, I think we had a stage where we, were, where we were significantly fitter because we were just doing that much work. It wasn't enjoyable. It was terrible. Um, but you, you've got to, once you get that breakdown and you know that this is where you can win the races and, and where, where your ability lies, um, that's where you get the confidence in it. You know, and when we were back in the four, we knew that our ability was last 500 because we were, we were stonking quick in that last 500 metres. And that's how we won all our races when we won in the four because we were so quick over the last five. We, we were the fastest crew in the field. So we just knew that if we got to a certain point and we were overlapping with 500 metres to go, it was like, we're winning. We're winning this race. Like We just knew. Um, and that's what you've got to be able to do is have that confidence to know that this is where it's at because the worst thing is going into a race not having confidence. Not knowing what right. you're actually capable of achieving. Right. And like same, same with starting an erg test. Like if you're not confident, then how do you expect to do well? Yeah, and that, and, that, and if we if we start talking about ergs, that's that's the thing, <laughs> is is knowing is is going, oh look, I did some prep the other day and I did four or five hundred meters and they were all one thirty. And you're like, Yeah, but how much break did you have in between? Not oh, five minutes. Right. You're like, but but you ain't putting those four together in one go to do six minutes. Right. You know, it's just like You've got to know what you're capable, what you've managed to do. Have you done it? Have you done a thousand, couple of thousands back to back? You know, have you done a twelve fifty or something to know? Oh yeah, actually, I could hold on, or I could do this, or yeah. should I was, I was winding it to the finish of the twelve fifty? You're like, yeah, you still got seven fifty to go. Good luck with that. Um, yeah, and but you just have that confidence in knowing how you can break it down because when I when I used to race in a single, I knew that I had the first 500 and the last 500 in my bag. The middle was shit. I was terrible because it's because I wasn't efficient. I wasn't efficient. Yeah. I just wasn't efficient as, as Hamish or Mahe or whatever. So I used to get out in front and be like, yeah, I'm out in front. This is great. And then I'd watch them through the middle thousand take two lengths on me, you know, but then of course, and then I'd be like, right, I've got an overlap. We've got 500 meters to go and just rubbing, you know, licking the chops and, and rubbing my hands together going, here we go. And, and some, and, and on a few occasions I managed to get back through them. You know, sometimes they were a little bit too far in front and I'd run out of distance, right. but that's what, that's you've got to know how you can race um, and how, and, and how you want to race. And if you, if you want to lead in the first 500, you have to do a lot of training that will enable you to be in that position. You know, and or are you willing to be like, do we need to be there? Can we put a lot more work into that middle K and, and a lot more high intense stuff through the middle because that's where we'll be able to get our pace and our speed. And then, yeah, we'll still work on that sprinting ability um, if we need it. You know, you've got that that cat in the bag you can pull out if you need to. Um, but that that's basically the way you've got to, to be able to look at winning a race is be able to break it down in your head, on paper, everybody on board and go, do we want to do it like this or do we want to do it like that? Because you can win a race by zooming out in front, but you've got to, you're going to, as I say, you're going to suffer at some other point in time right. in that race. And that's really where everybody has to be on board and say, let's, let's see what we can do. And, and I, and the other part about it as well is, and, and I know it's difficult to do, but you have to try different things all the time as well, you know, and, and this is why practice racing is very important. You know, even sub max sort of racing or doing stuff with, you know, like, getting some peers out saying let's do some thousands today and just trying different things, you know, trying to be like, let's go out quick this time or let's try and keep it like steady in this next one um, and, and learning what you're actually good at. And that's why racing, I know it's fun and I know we want to win all the time. And, and yes, I know we did that, but at the same, 
at the same time, we were still experimenting with most of our races on how we we thought we'd try and 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 race them. You know, and if they'd gone wrong and we'd lost, we would have been like, right, oh, we, we tried something. We'll, we'll see what it is. Because at the end of the day, you've got to remember that you're working to a point. Um, and 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 I'll stand here and be like, true, hand on heart. We could have won all the we could have won all the races, world champs, world cups, and everything through the Olympics. And if we hadn't won the Olympics, it would have meant absolutely nothing. And so, in a season point of view, it's like, oh, we've got these heads, we've got this regatta, we've got this regatta, but it's not till we get to the like NCAA champs or whatever you're trying to do. Right. That's the one you. That's the one you want to win. You know, screw the rest of it. No one gives a shit. Everyone remembers that one, and so that's the other part as well. Is is building to a point where we've we've experimented, we've tried, we've done this, and 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 that's effectively what rowing is in a nutshell. Is a an eleven month experiment where you take a break from one year, then you build back up to the final part of the next year, and it either works well or it doesn't, and then you go yeah. back to the drawing board and you do it again. <laughs> So right, you know right. that yeah yeah and and that's basically the way you've got to look at it and go what did what did we find this year what do we think we can change and so it's an ever evolving um, cycle or thought process that you need to be be thinking about as well. So a follow up question regarding your um, racing plan and the pair, you're limiting mm -hmm. your fade. How yep. do you protect your boat speed? How do you learn like to feel that boat speed throughout the race? Uh, well, that's obviously in practice. Um, you know, yep, you can have speed coach, which is obviously speed coach is a very, very good um, uh, like data indication. Yeah. Which you have in front of you, and, and Hamish used to keep it. And so, if, if I could hear him piping up because I did all the calling in the pair, then I knew we'd come off off target. And 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 I know it's something, but you you should know, right? You go flat water, and, and it's easy with with very minimal variables. It's like okay, flat water probably going to be a six minute 30 race okay that's sort of a 137 so if you're seeing 140s or something like that you have to pick up the game um and and that's really the situational awareness that you need to be in in that point in time but we went away from power tens push hard because we were what we were looking at all this this data and telemetry from from force gates and 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 um uh except Rollers mm -hmm. and shit, and you're just watching the data go like this, and you're like, oh, why don't we just make it go flat? You know, like why have we got these peaks and speed, and then it slows down? And it's the traditional everyone does these powers, and then of course, and then you slow back down, and sometimes you go even slower. So it's like, why the why the fuck are we using all this energy to go real hard and then slow down? Yes, there needs to be a point in time where you might need to eke out a bit of speed, and I think that's the key. Is it's just you need all you need to be doing is holding like. One split, you know, one split's a second, you know, and a second in a, in a boat feels like a lifetime, right? You know, in some boats class, it's a, it's half a length. And so you're sort of looking at it going, we only need to create half a length from 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 the 1,000 to the 500, you know, because we're, we're already half a length in front. We can, we've can we got to push it out over that minute 40 or whatever the hell it is. Um, and so everything that we talk about in terms of the boat should be talked about efficiency mm -hmm. rather than push harder work harder, all this sort of stuff. You're already working hard. It becomes negative because you're just like the worst thing. And, and especially like, obviously it's easy in cox bikes is they're just yelling at you. And you're like, I, if I could get out and throttle you right now, I would, because I'm working my ass off. I'm, I'm struggling and you're wanting me to work harder. And this yeah. is where I think that the shift needs to be happening is, is like, can we make it more efficient, smoother guys, 
you know, because you know you're at your max, you know you're running out of energy. You're like, I've got two minutes to go. I've got two minutes 30 left on this racetrack. I know that that's how far I've got left to go. And you don't want to be thinking because you can't be working any harder. Your, your energy levels are already just about depleted. And so it's just working that efficiency. It's smooth catch. That's it. Quiet rhythm, you know, and, and having that feeling rather than like, go, 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 you know, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yes, when you get to the last part of the race, who gives a shit? Throw everything you've got yeah. at it. We don't right. care. Like, no, no one cares. But especially through that middle part, it should be about efficiency, clarity, um, yeah, trying to find, saying, yeah, good speed, protect it, tap it, tap it along, make it smooth, make it quiet, you know, all of this sort of stuff. And this is where we go right back to the start of the conversation. I truly believe that that's the part that we don't talk about enough, but it's the part that's giving you your bang for your buck because you've worked hard, you need the offset on the other side, that cause and effect. Make it smooth, you know, work hard, but then flow it into that making it smooth and you get this equation right, you've got speed up here, you work hard, you don't have efficiency, your equation's down here. And that's why I think you get those people that are, that are, that are uber smooth, that go really fast and you look at some of their techniques sometimes and you go, just doesn't look like they're doing anything because they're just not wasting energy around the finish not hitting the catch, they're just placing and levering the boat, you know, and, and that's and that's where you win races, is the smoothness and the efficiency. Um, number one, those are the people that are winning the races. This is going to be my goal for pair racing coming up. Just going to try to be as efficient as I can. Um, to wrap this up, in a sentence or two, <laughs> I know this is. I'll try to keep it. I'll try. I'll try <laughs> keep it in a sentence or two. That's for sure. This doesn't even have to be recorded. I'm just interested in the, a second or two, or a sentence or two. Um, what would you say is the most important part about rowing a pair? Uh, your your timing with the partner in front. Um, are you stroke or bow? I am trying to learn both. Mostly, I both. Yeah. More stroke, but trying to get more bow time. Um, it's it's levering the boat past past the point you've got it you've got to place the blade in the water real like almost letting gravity do it so you just roll into the front and you just so one one of the drills you know which is obviously and we, we did it a bit obviously but we did it more in training than we did like specifically sitting there is where you like you take the blade out you walk forward like you roll you roll forward and just place the blade in the water and it's it, it's hard to do in the pier because it's obviously balance issues and stuff like that but it's just like back to the front don't think about like going like be like getting to the front just go back to the water just let the blade go okay. and just just yeah. let it go dunk. you know don't 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 try and make it go in just go and imagine that there's this imaginary envelope you know one of those big envelopes and there's just this oh, there's a gap and you just come bing and just put it straight into that gap and of course that's what you're trying to do and and if you you know, it's it's easy when you sit there in a four and you, or whatever an eight doing drills, and and if you just let the hand handle go, it goes straight in because of the weight of the blade, and that's and it should still do that at pace at twenty at thirty six at, at forty right. whatever. You know, a little bit of help when you get obviously out to that speed, but think about the physics, think about the biomechanics. You know, the blade wants to go in the water because there's way more weight out there than there is here, and so it's just letting that happen, and then once it's in there. It's just really like feeling that speed that's already there. And it's just it's just what trying to make a smooth force curve, you know, like just lever it past the boat and and not and really feeling that shift of just like press, press and swing, almost like you're sitting back through the stroke 
rather than okay. sort of a rather than anything disjointed like leg body you know it's like push the legs and then swing the body just all and i and i know i know it probably goes against all the coaching styles and, and all this sort of stuff but yes there's still engagement and, and you still got to get the legs on first yes you know you don't want to open that body too quickly too soon but it is just like as the legs are pushing like everything just does this and so you just like yeah. sit back you just sit back in the stroke and and i think that's one of the the main things you know we see super different styles you know and, and i'll and i'll take the british yeah. as an example when you watch them very upright and and, and strong in their body and, and sitting really tall Whereas there's there's other countries that have got a lot more fluidity, you know, like the Dutch, and you watch them, and it looks smooth, and it's just just looks lazy, and it's just like sitting back into that stroke, and you're like, well, how can they go faster than these guys? But the British, their mentality is big and strong and powerful, and core stability and strength, and sit really tall, and their setups fucking real high off the water and stuff, and it works. Yes, don't get me wrong, but that's the way that they've gone with it. So you need to be big and strong and powerful for that. But if you're not big and strong and powerful, how can you go as fast as these guys? It's actually let's do it way more efficiently. Let's just let's really feel the biomechanics of what we're trying to do. And once the legs are driving the body, and you just sit back through that stroke, that's the real key of the feeling that you want to get. And of course, it's easy to see it on a rowing machine, you know, and you see that force cube just do this. You know, it doesn't go right. like that, or it doesn't go like that. It just goes just like know? a little and hill more, every single time. Every time, hemisphere, shoof, shoof, you know, and, and then once you started doing that and you've got that boat, and the thing is you get that boat up to speed and then all you're trying to do is just like tap it along, just tap it along, just feel that that rhythm. And so it is just getting that feeling together and not being overly sensitive about the balance because that's that's another part, um, but it is just getting that power on together and just almost feel like you've got to be working together. It's it's right. just getting that that, yeah. that rhythm of that stroke together, you know, because the moment someone tries to work harder than the other, it's you're out the gate, you know. And so it is really it takes it takes time. I'm not going to lie, um, and it but it is just getting that feeling and understanding, and to a point where you know you're, you're better off when you're starting to learn how to row up here to row for a minute or two, stop, talk about it, row for another two or three minutes, stop, talk about it, row for five or six minutes, stop, talk about it, and try and build up, build up, build up to the amount of time that you can get from it. Because the worst thing that I've, and, and it, we used to do it all the time, and, and I know it's, and, and we started doing it in the pair a lot better, and I think it made it, like, it's obviously experience, but, you know, like you're rowing along and it feels like shit, right? And you're just like, this is fucking terrible. I'm, this is horrid. And you're like questioning why the hell you're out here. It's cold, it's wet and all this other shit. And you're just like, why the why am I here, right? And so you're better off to stop. I'm, I'm not joking. Stop and go, right, let's break this down. It's not going well. There's no point in us rowing like shit. We need to be rowing well or better than what we're doing currently, even if it's breaking it down and just doing some drills. Or as I say, yeah. just go, let's, let's row 10 or 15 strokes. Let's just work on that front, work on that front, work on that front. That's good. Yeah, good, good, good right take it down stop okay that was good now let's do it for 50 strokes let's do it for 100 whatever it's way better than just battling along bashing it along and everyone's like yeah but you've got to get it right you've got to get it right and you're like no so the drill phase for us was more if it's going like shit stop reevaluate mm -hmm. just take take a take a moment and then right, get right. it together and then find it because 
at the end of the day, you need benefit all the time while you're doing stuff. There's nothing worse than coming off the water going, I feel like we've gone backwards. I feel like what we've done today has not made us go forward in any way, shape or form. Um, and so I think that's the situation that you want to start to do as well, is, is you've got to build it. You know, nothing, nothing good ever happens just like that. It needs to be right. learnt and progressed and just, you know, ingrained in that mind, ingrained in that feeling. So the more you can ingrain a better feeling, obviously the best you're going to be. Wow, I feel like I've learned so much in this conversation. <laughs> Eric, thank you so much for coming on my show. It has been an absolute pleasure talking to you. No worries. Anytime. Hey, now that's how you get free speaking with Brooke.